We are stoned and that's okay. So why don't you just stay? Sit back and listen. You don't know what you're missing. It's talking stone while getting sports. You are listening to Talking Stone while getting sports, episode 89. I'm your fabulous, amazing, perfect host, Mr. Morgan. And that, uh, you know, all right host, co-host, if you will, Mr. Austin. How the fuck is it going? Well, first of all, yeah, I'm all right. Uh, <laughs> no, I am positively ready for this podcast. And you know what else I'm positive about? COVID. I got it, buddy. It hit me. It happened. I got the got the Rona and uh, it's not terrible, but it's not recommended. I wouldn't uh, wouldn't recommend you get it. Um, no, it's not a doctor, doctor recommended or whatever you see, see on those ads. It is not doctor recommended. Um, do not recommend it. Been sneezing. I'm sure you, I might you might be hear me a little bit nasally if I come across it. But um, yeah, a bit of fatigued, all that good stuff. But uh, I guess we all have to take turns once in a while because last episode I was battling cold and now you're battling a cold. So yeah. And if you gave it to me over the podcast, I'm going to be so upset. Well, turns out Although there's I'm- a new study done just like a couple weeks ago saying that. COVID can and other illnesses can be transmitted through electronic devices. Yeah. Through electronic waves. So that's the well, science term as well as electronic waves. So Yeah. I mean, either that happened or the person who I live with, my fiance, had tested positive for COVID and I live with her. That's not possible of getting it anymore that way. Right. Yeah, that can't be it. No. Well, besides you being under the weather, what else have you been up to? I think you teased me a little bit of some things that you're still at least able to do um, away from people and kind of on your own thing, even if you have COVID or not. I don't know if we should talk about that. That's real private. Wait, I don't know if I know what you're talking about. Didn't you well, do some type? Of, I I thought you did like bird watching or something. Bird watching? <laughs> oh, right. Yes. <laughs> oh, shit. Thanks, buddy. I might be a little bit baked. So good. Yeah. Yesterday was a beautiful day out. It was nice and sunny. So. Uh, my fiance and I went to a nearby park. Um, we had a bunch of kind of bread ends, like the crust that we never eat, and we cut them up and we're throwing them out for the birds. And there was all kinds of different birds. Um, then the seagulls in came in and uh, fucking scared everybody away because they're so much bigger. But uh, those probably weren't really the birds. I'm guessing you were targeting were the seagulls. No, I give. T- Eagles. I want the, all the other little birds to get food. Um, but yeah, that was nice. Um, the cool thing too, because there's a little, there's a park nearby, which is nice. But it also is a good reminder that we are still in a big city because underneath the bench we were sitting at, there was uh, several used needles. Great. Did you test any of them out? Or I did actually. I tested them all out because I was. I'm curious, right? And uh, turns out I have AIDS. So that might have been why you got COVID if you're using using you know, it could be. Hey, it could be. It might be. You never know. But what I do know for sure is that I have COVID, and we should probably uh, you <laughs> talk know. about that for the fifty-six more minutes. Oh yeah, give or take at least. Okay, perfect. Well, tell us every little thing about it in full detail. 
So you got fifty minutes, so you better take your time. It was a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> it was sunny. The sun was out. Yeah, this is getting boring real quick, just so you know. <laughs> it was one of those days that you just Yeah, yeah. You could you can stop any moment now. Wanna feed some Oh I really don't like you right now. You asked for this. You <laughs> stop Austin from talking. I'm gonna tell you guys about my interesting adventurous surprising weekend that I had myself. Ooh, you're pulling out all the adjectives. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> it's because I'm baked. That could be it. Or maybe it's because some weird shit happened this weekend. Or maybe it's Maybelline. Oh, anywho. <laughs> since Austin's hey, making they want zero to be a sponsor, sense. I'm down. What's up? You're making since you're making zero sense. I want to move past this amazing start of the podcast. Excellent. And my weekend started off fairly normal, you know, going to work and all that stuff. That's not the weekend, if you guys were aware. And then the weekend rolls around, and I ended up needing some lint removed from my phone so it charged properly. So I went to this phone place here in the city. I ended up leaving there with a working phone and a phone case finally. Um, I'm sure Austin's finally happy for me for that one because I've been having this phone case or this phone without a phone case for almost a year now. That terrifies me. Especially since, you know, that's, you know, your job. It it is. It makes me hyper. But, but like, I know what phone you have, and it's not a cheap phone. Yeah, I have a UAG case, if that means anything to anybody. Yeah, that's a fairly common case. It's cool. It's fancy. It seems to work. So I did not that. a sponsor, by the way. UAG is not a sponsor. No, but you guys can. But Anywho, they totally can. I went to another place that could be a sponsor, Walmart. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> one yeah, Walmart needs us. This is going to get to the exciting part. I went in there to buy what I was hoping was going to just be a vacuum. I did get a vacuum. I also came out with two pills and two pies. So we're dealing with that. We're halfway through the first pie. Anywho, this Saturday, which was yesterday, we're recording Sunday, was my dodgeball windup. We went out bowling, which was a lot of fun. We played bingo bowling. And yeah, that was that's I'm not gonna explain exactly what you have to do, do, but there's certain things up on the board that you have to hit. You guys play bingo, you guys play bowling, I'm sure. Anywho, that was a lot of fun. The team I was on, we got crushed every game we played, but it was so much fun. I suck at it was five pin. So it was with those small bowling balls. And I sucked at it. And then afterwards, <laughs> we were going to go out for drinks. But as everyone knows, I've gone bowling. You have to put your outdoor shoes up on the rack and go grab some bowling shoes. I did as such. We were there for a couple hours. I went back to grab my personal shoes. They were moved down one rack, and I put my left shoe on, no problems whatsoever. Went on without a hitch, like anyone would put on a shoe. 
flawlessly. I go to put on my right <laughs> shoe. <laughs> and then shit gets crazy. I tell you, it gets uh, okay. weird. <laughs> I reach into my shoe and I pull out in a Ziploc baggie a sausage. Just one. <laughs> yes. I paused there for a moment. Just one random sausage. It looks store bought. It was in my shoe that was moved down one rack. I have no clue why. I didn't ask the sausage. I didn't ask people if they knew the sausage. I just <laughs> left it on the shoe rack and went for drinks and told my buddies about this random sausage in my shoe. Wait, I... Yes, you can you can now talk and digest that. I have so many questions. Who left the sausage? Yep. Why would they put the sausage there? Why would they put it in a shoe? Who put sausage in a shoe? Why was there sausage in a shoe? And why was my first, my first question was, why is my shoe moved? <laughs> that was question number one that I had. Well, there was sausage in it. And then someone, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then I went out, had some drinks, went to a bar that I've never been to before. It was a great bar. Um, had some shots. Um, I may or may not have a um, couple guys on my dodgeball team. I think they're now going are determined at some point in the future to try and make me hungover because I told them I've never been hungover before. Which is true, and I used to drink like a fish. And I've still never been hungover. And Austin can, um, obviously, you can't say that if I've never been hungover or not, but you've seen me drink. And I'm always good to go the next day. So now, it sounds like they're going to try and change that. I'm a little older, so we'll see how this goes. So I guess stay tuned. And one more thing about me, and then we're going to get moving right along here. And I have a job interview tomorrow at 10 o'clock in the morning. So for a company, actually, I'm not going to say the company name yet, just in case if I don't get it, it's not important. It's not like we're a big podcast, but it's not fair to them currently. If I have the job, then feel free. You can get all the info from me you want. But until then, <laughs> um, we're going to change things up slightly. And for any new listeners, it's not going to mean a thing. But from people, for people that have been with us since day one, Maybe you'll notice a difference. I hope you do. Because it's not a slight difference. But it's, it's a difference. It's definitely a difference. But here it comes. We're going to get right into talking sports. And the so-called plug stuff. I'll come at you later. Later, who knows when? But anywho, Austin, do you want to talk your favorite sport, some NHL? Uh, yeah, yeah, I would. Okay. I would like that. If you said no, then it would have been a very short episode because the other sports that we're talking about. I'll be honest, not a lot of news going on. One's in spring training, the other one's in off season. So 
you know, that will pick up in time. But right off the hop, I put up an article that I know Austin's very excited to talk about. He already hinted they had some things to say. So I'm just going to explain what's up and pass right off to Austin. That is Yandel's Iron Man streak ended at 989 games because he was a healthy scratch. Austin, you just take it straight from there, buddy. Yeah, so Keith Yandall has long been an excellent defenseman in the NHL. Um, he's also definitely past his prime. Uh, last while, he maybe wasn't necessarily deserving of a roster spot, but I think the idea was they wanted to get him to a 1,000 games. Um, I so to say from what I've heard, it's basically well, they want to get some of the young guys in in Philadelphia, but the idea of this whole season thus far has been to get him to a thousand games and to scratch him 11 games shy is rough. I, I, I think it's a bad look. For the Philadelphia Flyers, I think he deserves. At this point, it had already been at least this season, maybe last season as well, um, that he was there because they wanted to get him to like keep his point right, and to thousand games is would be the record because he currently has like the record. It's not like the Flyers as the franchise is doing that great this season, anyways. No, exactly. So it's not like they're missing out because he's in the line. I just, it's frustrating, I think, because he got so close. But while it's frustrating for him, on the flip side, you also have Phil Kessel, who was right behind him. Uh, I think it's somewhere like 960 in a row or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, Kessel is twenty-two back. Like he's so Kessel's gonna be the active leader, and I'm sure he'll break a thousand. Um, unless it's something dumb like this happens to him. Yeah, but he's still he's still pretty decent. Like he's still definitely worth roster spot for sure. Um, I don't know. I just I feel bad for Yandel. I mean. I do and I don't. That's still a great career. That's such a streak uh, to not miss a game due to injury. As a defenseman in the NHL is is insane. That's incredible. So good for him, but uh, just sucks that it was really, really close to such a nice round number. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen him get to a thousand. Um do you see him retiring now after, since his streak's broken? He's 35 years old. I think he's done. He goes, like, I don't know. I, th- I think he's done. Because what is he, do you know much about his, what's left on his contract there either? I'm actually, I can, I can just check that right now because I'm genuinely curious too. Because if it's up now, or if it's up this year, um, then wonder maybe if if somebody offers him a contract, I'm sure he'll take it. But um, I don't I know don't that mean, he might not. Lots of these, I could see a player like him as soon as his a streak like this is up. Then unless I have a team that's usually in a playoff picture offers him a contract. So Keith Yandel only on a one-year nine hundred thousand dollar contract with the Flyers. Oh, so I honestly I can see him retiring after that. Um, as that's rough. Yeah, money, right? He's he's definitely made his money. 
Yeah, and when you play 989 games, you're eventually going to decline because that's a lot of tear on your body. Um, so, and he was like, he was drafted in 2005. Like he was drafted the same year as um, Crosby. It's, it's just amazing. he's yeah. Yeah, it's just nuts to um see these types of players that play this long. And I also do think that if unless if he gets one decent offer from like, I don't know, the Tampa Bays of the NHL, some team that you can usually count on, at least currently, to be in a playoff picture, then maybe he goes with them, just one more shot at a cup or something like that. It's always intriguing for me. Sorry, what's that? Oh, sorry, I'm just going to cut you off. I I don't see a team like Camp Bay doing that simply because their defense is too good. Like, they would be making their defense worse by by bringing him in and putting him. Yeah, in I just I just meant like Tampa Bay is like a team that's usually in in the playoffs. They could be. Yeah, they. Yeah, they could could be that's team. right. Yeah, but I don't. You also have a good point, though. Is a playoff team? They're probably not going to go for a 35-year-old defenseman because if they're constantly in the playoffs, they're not going to really mess up their roster that much. So, Well, that. Anything else you want to say on the whole Keith Yandel situation. Do you see him playing much more this season now that it doesn't even really matter? Probably not, to be completely honest. I I don't know. He might get into a couple games, but I know. And I do get the whole thing of the fact that Flyers wanted to get, you know, some younger players in there and whatnot, but there's still more than 11 games left in the season, so they still have had a few games at the back end to get that one extra young guy that Yandel might be plugging out that roster spot, so. Yeah, but no, uh, Anyway. Yeah. Anywho. I came across this very interesting article. Nothing really came uh, too much from it in the long scheme of things. But I kind of wanted to somewhat debate on the fact if we think there should have been. But the Dallas Stars, John Klingberg, he shot the puck out of frustration. He was trying to shoot it down the ice and it ended up hitting a linesman. Um, it wasn't a love tap either, to say the least. Did you happen to see this? this clip at all or no yeah so i i did watch the clip and the the headline makes it sound really bad um that's why i changed i changed some things i said it the way it did so it wouldn't sound as as bad yeah because you read the headline stars Klingberg shoots pocket linesman out of frustration but then you watch the video and clearly he was yeah just trying to send it down the ice Guy was in the uh, ref was in the way accidentally. He gets hit. They apologized. Looked like it was okay. Gave him a pat on the head. Like, uh, 
honest mistake, right? It's that's oh, so it it definitely it hurts. Like getting is not a fun feeling. No, but I'm I'm kind of leaning towards a the different approach of how they took on this. I understand that it was an accident and luckily he wasn't hurt or anything like that. But if you're professional, which all these players are, or supposed to be. Yeah. Um, you can get mad and all that stuff, but there's still the cause of Klingberg's actions for the fact that this ref or this linesman sorry got hit by the puck. So I I don't think Kleinberg should have, should be suspended. But a fine if I saw a fine come across just from I don't know, you could call it unsportsmanlike. And I, I because, don't see- because players, they get called for, like, say, high sticking all the time when it's ac- accidental. <clears throat> Sorry, I had a little frog in my throat. And Yeah, uh, but that was, like, it wasn't during play, right? So, yeah, I've, I don't know. I've seen um, Chris Russell, when he was all, didn't even know where he was, he was skating towards the, edge of, or for a line change and he ended up running into the ref and I think he got something like 30 games suspension so I know they apologized but Is that Russell or Weidman? Wasn't that Weidman? Oh Weidman yes sorry and I don't know I would not be opposed to see some type of fine. Um, no suspension. I don't think they should go that far, but I know nothing's going to come across it, but this is kind of why I added this article in here to... I was curious if you thought the same way as me, to be honest. Um, yeah, maybe. I mean, because it wasn't... Like, it wasn't... I don't think it intentional based on the reaction of Klingberg. And I think, but you're right. I mean, somebody got hit, the ref got hit, right? An official got hit and maybe something, right? And a fine, it doesn't even have to be the max, the 5,000. It could even be a $2,000 fine. And you know we all I mean? know it's going to go to charity and stuff anyway. So, yeah. I don't know that it does, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's maybe two thousand. Like you're right, though, hundred percent, no suspension for that. That's I don't think it's no. He because he can tell that he didn't. He wasn't aiming at deliberately aiming at the ref and all that stuff. But exactly, there's also a lot of open ice. Like he shot it, he he's trying to shoot behind the ref, and there's a lot of other areas he could have shot it towards. That is true. So that's that's kind of where I stand by. But I know you love players when they get a bunch of goals, like a buttload of goals. So I figured... Metric buttload. (laughs) I figured why not make Austin happy for a couple minutes and put the player or article about the player like was holy crap I can't speak right now. The first player (laughs) to reach 50 goals this season and just let you talk about that particular player and I'm just going to pass off to you right now it's a handoff yeah. the batons passes oh my god okay way. just pass it already just let me take the baton <laughs> <laughs> Run uh, take off 
Sprint down the racetrack. Holy and shit. Get- Just take a breath and take a drink. Okay. So Austin Matthews, uh, who, if you remember from last episode, uh, I predicted, or the episode before, I can't remember. I'm sick. It's sick brain. It's COVID brain. Anyway, um, Austin Matthews scored 50 goals, and I picked him to win the rocket now it's still a very close race dry has 49 i believe uh but Ma- matthews is now at 51 i think or 52 i i love it i love a good goal scoring race and matthews it's the first time he's done it in his career which is kind of wild considering how good he is at scoring goals and how many goals he has already but it's just because there's been I mean, a couple injuries, injuries, shortened seasons, and also COVID shortened seasons, right? And he's been on pace those years to score 50, 60. He just never plays enough games to find out. But like yeah. the dude has scored like 43 goals in his last 47 games or something like that. Like it's, it's crazy. Um, he just scores goals. And obviously, Drysidle does too. It's, he's been on a tear. This- and then last season, the season before, like it's, but um, yeah, just props to him. Like that's no easy feat to score 50 goals, especially these days. Um, so good for him. Yeah, I just have some stats here, backup kind oh. of like what you were saying. It's crazy that he hasn't gotten 250, but. Yes, he has some a shortened season due to COVID. He had like and, forty-seven and seventy. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say, buddy. Oh, okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> was that the fact that he got forty-seven goals in seventy? Um, he's also scored thirty-four goals or more in all six of his NHL season. Um. He might even be over the mark at this point. This is a little older article. But as of the date of this article, he was at 249 goals in 395 career games. That is insanely good. (laughs) That's more than two goals a game. On average. Oh. <laughs> Damn. So. That, that's crazy. Yeah, and like you mentioned, Dry Settle, he's at 49 goals. Um, we just love stats. And when it comes to goal, like I forget who I pick for this award, I think even I might have said dry settle. Excuse me, if I remember correctly. Um, it's up on our Twitter. We'll get there. And yeah, there I really didn't don't have much more else to say about this, so I'm not gonna say anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then let's let's move on. All right. I have two more articles that I kind of did want to talk about. They're both should be fairly quick. And one of them is St. Louis. Should he stay as Canadian's coach? And the GM seems to appear to say that yes he should so it sounds like he will be and this is another article I just kind of wanted to debate about it for a couple moments and see if we think that he's been a good fit for Montreal Canadiens and I'll hand it off to you first the hockey insider of the podcast. Well, so I, I'm not going to lie. I was out first. 
uh, of St. Louis being the head coach. He doesn't he didn't have any head coaching experience. He didn't, but I will say, since he came in, uh, it's looked like a different. Uh, they're still they have a old beating team, mind you. No, but, but they're more confident. They're a lot more confident. More skill. Cole Caulfield has been excellent under St. Louis. Um, the young guys are definitely playing a lot better under St. Louis because I think, and I think we talked about this. I think he understands that talent a little bit more, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just letting them play, you know, instead of trying to play a system. I think he talked about that, right? You just let the guys do do and i think it'll turn out well so i think i think he should stay on uh as long as, as long as it's good yeah as long as he wants to um he certainly fits the bill of a french canadian uh for a head coach and he he knows the game right he played it for quite a time so could be a really good fit I think it has been so far. Yeah, and I completely agree with really everything that you said. And I think that, you know, it's it's always good to give a coach, even if you're not 100% sure of them yet, don't just give them part of a season. Give them a full season, a full training camp, all that stuff to see what he can really do with the Canadians. Um, because you can always fire him later on if you, if he ends up not being a good fit. And I really think he will be. I want to just basically mimic exactly what you said. He's very good. Like, the whole French Canadian, um, you know, fit and all that dealio and whatnot is going to be great for the city. Um, it's going to keep fans interested in that team. Not like they were struggling or not, but it's not going to hurt. And hopefully he can do something with them because I more Canadian teams that are in the playoffs and at, or at least have a fighting chance for the playoffs happier. I am. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 But we might as well move right along to our last whoops our last NHL article. And this is kind of a out-of-the-box NHL record that I thought would be interesting to talk about. And that's um, Huberdeau. What's his first name? Jonathan? Jonathan Huberdeau. Sets an NHL record with 71 assists, which is the most made by a left wing. It's one of those records that you never really (laughs) think about. Um, I would hate... Well, actually, no. I wouldn't hate it, but I, the statisticians of the NHL have a crazy job because they literally have to track every little thing but 71 assists from any position in one season is kind of insane oh yeah it's um well, and especially generally wingers don't get as many assists as a center, but uh, typically at least. But, um, yeah, good for 
not only did he set the record for left winger assists, which again is a very obscure but excellent stat. I love it. Um, and record. Um, I think he also, if I remember correctly, he just tied at least Alexander Barkov for most points in a Florida Florida Panthers player season. So with 96, which is also fantastic, um, he's having an incredible season, uh, Jonathan Huberto. Well, And also while this was all going on, Jonathan Taze, I just read here, made, was playing his 1,000th Angel game, um, which is the eighth Chicago player and the thir- 336th Angel player, player to reach that milestone. Just throwing that out there. Okay. Well, that sounds like a high number. Think about how many players have played in the NHL, and that's not very high. I know, not very. And we were just talking about a player that almost played a thousand games straight. <laughs> right. So that puts it in perspective how impressive that Keith Yandel thing is. And don't pretend for a second like Yandel wasn't was injured. Garen was injured in there, but I'm sure after about five, six hundred games, it's like, ow, I can play through this one. I'll play a few less minutes, but I'll play through it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not very happy about that situation. I was about to go on another ramp, but we don't have time for that, really. The previous player that had this record was Joe Janu with 70 assists, and that was 92. Juno, who played for the Boston Bruins in 92 and 93. So yeah, it's it's a record that's it's been a while since it's been broken. So yeah, yeah, it's true. It's uh, it's been a long steady record. So good for him. Good for Hubie Huberdo. Good old Hubie. Hubie anyway, weirdo. Hubie what? I said anyways, weirdo. Any other NHL stuff you want to talk Hubie. about? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a bad person. Um, no NHL wise, I will say I love, I love. There's been a lot of hockey to watch lately, and I love it. Um, everything is getting a little bit more tense and exciting because we're getting closer to playoffs. And there's been high-scoring games. There's been fights. There's been all kinds of good hits, good play. Just, I'm loving it. It's I love playoff hockey. Um, and I think, I think it's going to be a good year for playoffs. Yeah, there's still so much left to be determined. Yeah, it is crazy. It's true. I think the East is more or less uh, figured out, but the West is far from far from done. That's true. Well, as Austin sounds like he entered into a tunnel, seems like the perfect time <laughs> to do something a little different and have. A little breaky poo. We'll be right back. Hey, Austin. You know what would be really cool right about now? Some plugs. So why don't you get right to it? Yeah, I guess I can do that. Uh, so first things first, you're going to follow us on Twitter at Podstone1. That's the main Twitter account. You can follow me at Fitzy Fitzgerald. Uh, also on Twitter, on Instagram, our account is the TSWGS pod. Um, I don't post there too often, but that's where I'll post clips and whatever else. And um, make sure to comment, uh, subscribe, download, rate five stars, tell everyone you know. Uh, and I think Morgan's got a couple for you as well. Yeah, I might as well throw mine in here too. You got the double T's. 
both Twitch and Twitter. Caption Morgan 2. Um, and I'm just going to second exactly what Austin said on the whole rate and review side of things. Um, that goes a long way at expanding our podcast. And we hope you can help us out in, and enjoy this endeavor that we put ourselves into. But back to the podcast. And, well, welcome back. I really, that was different. That little uh, ad break, to say the least. (laughs) But we're trying things differently. And as I said at the top of the show, it's going to sound a little different, and that's it. That's 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 the difference in this. That's, that's have to deal with it or not. Let us know if it was terrible. Let us know. Yeah, I'm like kind it, of. I'm know. not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of thrown for doing it one way for 88 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> And then on the 89th episode, being like, I can't hey, wait on, like hold on a forgetting something. But we're not. And the people listening know that. And what they Hopefully. don't know is what we're going to talk about next. If they do know, then I'm very scared. Yeah, where are you? Are you watching us again? Come on, guys. Well, actually, stop. They probably have an idea. Because we're going to talk CFL. But if you know exactly what we're going to talk about, then that's no. Again, scary, scared, bad, impressive, bad. Don't say it. Don't say it. (laughs) Anyways. Guys, it happened. It's happening. It's going on. The CFL and CFLPA have finally, officially came out and said that they are, and yes, I'm going to keep talking like this, are going to start talking agreement, bargaining, CBA stuff. Yeah, I know. I'm going to stop. So, they're, uh, yeah, they, it's official, they're talking, Um, of course, we have zero clue, excuse me, of what they're talking, (laughs) yeah, and this is also why I'm very happy right now that Austin took 40 plus minutes to talk. Well, and yes, we had some personal bullshit at the start about sausages. <laughs> um, that's that's got to be the title. Just sausage. Anywho, a little behind-the-scenes stuff. I'm. <laughs> it's a slower football news week, but boy, am I excited that they're finally chit-chatting about Whatever they're talking about, i sure they're going to wait till the 11th hour of the 11th second of... That's not how time works. You guys get it. <laughs> you guys get it. You guys end it. I really wish that I had more news to share with you guys about what they're talking about. I know it expires this current one in on May 14th. So that's how long they have. I don't proceed them. I don't know English, guys. I don't see them, any players going on strikes or anything like that, like the MLB did. But 
I think the players that miss too much football to do that. Yeah, and they have a lot more at stake when when players are getting paid millions upon millions, they can afford to miss some time. Mm-hmm. CFL players, unfortunately, I'm not saying it's right, but it's the situation that they know going in is what the situation is. I'm going to see how many times I can say the word situation. And I lost my train of thought, Austin, because I was being dumb. Yeah, well, they know they know what they're getting into when they sign up. And I'm sure the typical stuff is going to be talked about, like higher wages, which with what's happened the last couple of years, that's not going to be very easy. But I do expect the salary cap to go up Slightly, maybe fifty to a hundred thousand dollars more per team. Um, that's just a random guess I just pulled on my ass right this second. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, you know, some rule changes probably, but that usually doesn't affect the CBA too much. Yeah, I really don't see this being that big of a deal. And I'm kind of, even though I was anxious to hear them talk about or just know that they're talking, I'm also okay at the fact that they try their best to keep it away from media and social media and all that news reporters, all that crap that like to blow stuff out of proportion constantly. And just, yeah. well, yeah. Do things more professionally. I'm okay with well, that as well. hundred percent. And, and like you said, it's a, it's a good sign that they're working on it, right? They're, I'm sure both sides will be happy with the outcome. Just play some football. Um, as long as everyone is, as long as everyone gets happy, play some football. Play some football. Football. That was weird. Um, yeah, and that's all I have for that football. Um, you yeah. did it again. I don't know. Anything? Well, I, yeah. I don't have anything else to add about <laughs> football. Do you? Uh, no, I do not. I'm very baked and kind of out of it. We did this podcast different. We're doing it at a random time on a Sunday. I'm completely thrown, dude. I, I can't stop thinking about I did my eyes. Like pies and sausage, that's all that's on my mind right now. Can't focus. That's, uh, well, all right. Do you want to talk baseball? Yeah, we probably should. <clears throat> so, we've been talking more about baseball than normal. Yes, that's part of the, what happens when they start, you know, their season starts winding up and all that deal. But we're going to talk about a trade to happen. Not really the players that were traded. Because from my understanding, it was just two relief pitchers traded between these two particular teams. And the New York Yankees and the Mets agreed on a trade. The reason why I put this article in, because I thought it was hilarious in a weird kind of way, that the two New York teams decided to make a trade. That must be the easiest transition, easiest move that 
any players would usually have to make when a trade happens. Oh, but um, yeah. you can't, you can't not to that close of a rival. You can't. What's that, sir? I said you can't to that close of like a like a geographical rival. Like it's, I don't know. If you're the Mets, can you imagine giving the Yankees a really really good player? Or vice versa. Like it just, I get it. I get why. It's one of those trades that was just a, seemed to be a straight across player swap. Sometimes it makes me think um, that the rest of the locker room didn't get along with that one particular player. Yeah. Um, That's the case. I honestly haven't looked that terribly closely to see if. Uh, oh, okay, that's probably part of the reason. One's the. Well, I guess I'll talk about the trade a little bit. We have some time. Um, the right-hander Miguel Castro will join the Yankees, while lefty. Joel Rodriguez. I know how you guys love to hear me try to pronounce names. (laughs) And the Mets. So now that I actually read the article a little bit more, I now think I understand that based on one team probably had way too many right-handers and the other team had way too many left-handers and then they just Want probably to mix it up a little bit. Um, okay. This is kind of off the top of my head. Um, it's not on any of these articles. I'm, I'm going, I'm going rogue right now. But it's baseball related. We all know that there's spring training stuff going on right now. I kind of had a random question from Mr. Austin that you guys get to hear live. Well, not live, but get to hear. <laughs> and I did read a little bit of an article saying, asking the question, how much, um, how much attention should we pay towards um, like the stats and stuff that goes on and spring training and for my answer and then we'll get Austin's is that in any sport hockey football baseball I honestly could really care less of what the players are like well actually I should rephrase that I still want them to be playing well and all that stuff but the overall stats and the numbers, I don't care about those in the uh, preseason spring training type type deal. And that's just a question that popped into my head, so I thought I'd ask it. So, Austin, what's your thought? I don't have. I think I'm too stoned. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's why I love that. Um this has been an interesting episode and I like it. And we're gonna have to live with it, so I'm not redoing it. So oh, yeah. it is time since Austin's really baked. I think it's a perfect time for me to do the stoner statement. And I don't know. We talked some hockey, football, and baseball. And maybe I think for our 90th episode, this is going to be a little teaser. 
I just thought of this right this second. Austin's not even going to get a choice. He will do his stoner statement at the end of next episode. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. So you better pay attention to what we're talking about there, buddy boy. Anyways, (laughs) everyone out there, stay stoned. Stop getting sick. Stay safe. Uh, Bye.